0: The Luxe Here Podcast AFC South Preview Edition with Ryan Kramer is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag. Use promo code LSH for a 50% deposit bonus on your deposit up to $1,000. That's up to $500 in free money. You're going to want it with some of the humdingers we got playing out today with me as one of the co-hosts of the sports gambling podcast and i just told him like since i got kind of a thin bench in doing these and i don't really know anyone that uh likes the afc south teams nor do i know anybody uh but the thing is i think this is the sunbelt conference of uh the nfl and ryan dude you are my sunbelt guy
1: well, I appreciate that. I feel like that's a compliment. It
0: is a compliment. I'm, I'm a, like, the fun belt, baby.
1: Dude. The fun belt. It it, uh, it has carried us through some Saturdays of uh, you know losing elsewhere. But yeah, I mean, it, you. I almost feel like you're making fun of the AFC South. And honestly, this year, it's it's a delightful shit show. And <laughs> no, I, I the 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 sports gambling podcast official AFC South preview will be dropping. I don't know when this is dropping, Bowser, but it will be dropping Thursday uh august something or other okay uh, later okay. this week and and hot takes all over the place because i think this division more than most is is a profitable division i agree, I agree. people seem pretty set in their ways on where pe like where teams are going to finish and they seem pretty set on their opinions of who's good and who isn't and i think in some cases i don't quite understand where the steam's coming from
0: i think if you're gonna um like try and pretty like bet the exact order of a division this is the division
1: to do it on yeah
0: like i because like i i really feel like i comfortably have this like how it's going to play out
1: yeah and i mean i'll have a a couple props later because yeah i think i think even just kind of and i do you start from the bottom or the top
0: i'm gonna start from the top here um yeah well you know no let's start from the bottom let's start from the bottom because like uh the bottom of this division might be as low as it gets in the entire league right now, and that's the Houston. Well,
1: and this might be where my hot take comes.
0: Okay, in, so. okay. Well, Houston Texans. Um, their division odds are forty to one. Conference odds one hundred fifty to one. Super Bowl odds three hundred to one. Their over under win totals at four. A minus one ten split both ways there.
1: What do, you, what do you think? What's your hot take there? Oh, my hot take is that I, I think the, the Texans, I mean, earlier this offseason, I said, hey, it's going to sound stupid when I say it out loud, but seven teams at the time, the Texans were 13 to one to make the playoffs. I said, why not? We were kind of giving out some crazy, uh, crazy off-season bets. I said, why not? Well, that price has dipped all the way down to eight to one.
0: I see it at plus, plus 700 actually right plus now. So.
1: 700. So yeah. obviously some sharp action coming in on the Texans. Uh, you know, I'll make the bear. Case. I, I've been a Texan sympathist in the past, was a huge Andre Johnson guy, kind of caused me to, to fall in love with that team repeatedly and get my heart broken by that UVA piece of shit, Matt Schaub. Here's what I'll say. The Texans are a team full of professionals, some guys with their chi- with chips on their shoulder, like Mark Ingram, like Philip Lindsay, uh, some guys, professionals, Tyrod Taylor, uh, prof- you know, uh, we got coaches, professionals, David Culley, who, by the way, learned from John Harbaugh, who, by the way, teaching him how to do well in the preseason, already covering spreads left and right. Uh, Don't forget about Brett. OATS, yes.
0: Don't forget about Brandon Cooks either, man. He's a Brandon
1: Cooks has performed with every quarterback he's played with. So yeah, I think when when you're sitting here and you're telling me that everyone the pub the most chalky opinion is to say, hey, this this Texans team is going to be a dumpster fire. Deshaun Watson, like, what's going on there? Like, no way this can be a good team. And, and the coach is it, it was a joke of a hire. Like, what could possibly go wrong? And what do we know when grown men? Uh, are told that they're crap when grown men are told that they're below replacement level when they hear these dweebs <laughs> and these nerds in their spreadsheets talking about how the Texans are are a football. <laughs> at some point you hear, it. And, and I have a feeling Houston, a big market, probably hearing it locally and probably hearing it from afar.
0: No, so yeah, that's true. Because yeah. actually, I had my as my prop the to keep an eye on for this team written down was that they're minus 1,100 to, to miss the playoffs and plus 700 to make the playoffs. And to me, it's like, that's such a chalky play if you're good, you want them to miss the play, like It's worth sprinkling them to make the playoffs. So you, you kind of actually, that's a hot take that I'm kind well, of in line it, with.
1: It's very hot, but I will say the safer way to play this, and as we record this, the Jags are playing on Monday Night Football against the New Orleans Saints. And look, people are just making a huge leap that this Jags team is going to be good, that this Jags team is going to have a great offense, because why wouldn't Urban Meyer have a great offense? Trevor Lawrence, he's going to be great, because why wouldn't he be great? Well, guys bust all the time, and i got to be honest. When I'm watching that dude in practice, when I'm watching that dude in game, sure, he flashes talent, but he also flashes ness,
0: And I don't <laughs> see it now.
1: And I- Urban Meyer, you're telling me? Uh, Scott, that you wouldn't bet on Urban Meyer to bust as an NFL dude. Head
0: coach. I mean, honestly, I I'm I like it's like we, we can kind of do a hybrid Texans Jags here, but it's like, dude, like uh, Urban Meyer to me. I've been thinking about the last few college coaches that have trans like successfully made the transition, and they're basically all defensive guys. Any hotshot college offensive guru that has come to the NFL has like has pretty much looked like an a hole. Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, I guess jury's still kind of out on him. Like, if they really turn it around this year, you know, I mean, nope, I'm out. I, I, I don't think I don't know if that's gonna happen. But yeah, like, uh, Urban Meyer, dude. Like, did you see his co- uh, comments in the in the off season here, where he was saying like, we need to stop having more fans from the other team here. We need to, you know, it needs to be all Jags fans. And it, it's like he's thinking it's gonna be like it was for him at Ohio State in Florida, where it's like. Dude, you're not inheriting this generational fan base. <laughs>
1: yeah, so let's maybe not waste a roster spot on Tim Tebow. Yeah. That, no, no. Let's maybe not do things like that. Uh, let, let's maybe, you know, let's, let's maybe not draft a running back when we have a running back and we need defensive help in the first round. Let's, you know, anyway, not to – I say all that to say I, I think people are making this huge leap to say and by the way i have the the cardinals only winning six games this year so I, I am out on kingsbury uh i think people are making a huge leap to say that the jags are going to be this team that is a great price a great a great bet for the to win the division uh, and to me it just gives you value no, to take Texans to finish third i'll in this tell division.
0: you what i actually Texans, like the jags if you want a hot take here i like the jags at plus 1300 to have the worst record in the league
1: that that's interesting because guess what they had the worst record in the league last year not that crazy <laughs> Uh, Jags or I'm sorry Texans to finish third in the division Bowser is plus 300 that to me I I would also play the over on the Texans over four wins I like like both of those yeah and
0: uh, this is just to show you how how much people are against Houston this year for them to have the worst record in football they have them at plus 200 only a two to one pick I mean that's that that's so chalky like you guys, it's much better it's much more
1: exciting to play these guys on the overs and whatnot like absolutely and i think the team is an absolute dumpster fire but honestly when you're when you're looking down the barrel of taking them as a three and a half point home dog week one to that jags team you're telling me trevor lawrence a rookie laying three and a half points on the road division game uh, that's the kind of stuff that like sure please give it to me and i hope everyone takes it in survivor pool that's the onions play bowser you take
0: you take Houston that
1: week one in your survivor pool i'm
0: in a straight survivor pool and then i just signed up this weekend for the last man standing at the station casinos where it's you got to pick one you can you can repeat teams but it's just one against the spread each week oh that's fun
1: yeah, the sports <laughs> gambling podcast has an official entry in the Circa Survivor. All right, um, I have yeah,
0: so I have an entry in uh, not only the last man standing for NFL, but also for college. I need oh, to... hello, <laughs>
1: hey, yeah. Oh, that's what we do, right? As much as possible, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, all of them, yeah. Like,
0: so no, I, uh, dude, like, I'm with you on the Texans win total over uh, at the uh, for, uh, over four. Um, I think in division alone. I think they. I. I, I'm not sold on the Jags. I'll just go out and say that right now. Urban Meyer. Uh, dude, Urban Meyer never had to go coach a London game in his time in Ohio State or Florida or even Utah. (laughs) (laughs) Like that never came up for him. I'm not sure if he's an NFL coach, and we'll see. I. Dude, I could be completely wrong, but like his type of offense, that type of coach, that doesn't scream like transitions well to the NFL to me. Like. Last offensive-minded coach that transitioned well to the NFL from college was Harbaugh. And Harbaugh was running a straight like downhill, that st- st- power, uh, you know, running attack. Like Stanford was running a, a total NFL-style offense. So it's it's it, it's hard to compare. It. And like Urban Meyer, like yeah, the NFL has adopted a lot of those like spread, read option stuff that he started with at Bowling Green back in the day. But I mean. It's just a different animal, and I think he's going to find that real quick with these defensive ends, you being a lot quicker.
1: Well, I think also if his offense isn't isn't great because that it has to be right. Like the narrative is, oh, look at their offensive line, a lot of continuity there. And you have some weapons there. This could be an interesting offense. Great. But the defense is still going to suck. And if they can't win shootouts, they're not going to win. They're not going
0: to win games. Yeah.
1: Even if the division does suck. Uh, and specifically, if they can't stop the run, they're in the wrong division for that shit.
0: Okay, so let's look up their schedule real quick. Run through it. You see, I, I, I'm with you that they uh, take care of business at home week one against Jacksonville. That's a very nice play. And I think they can – like, here's the thing is, I think people don't realize how big of a cancer Bill O'Brien was in that organization. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, and, You're period, losing him.
0: Yeah, just, yeah, that's addition by subtraction, like the classic, like – The next coach doesn't have to be Bill Belichick. He just has to not be Bill O'Brien. There's a big
1: difference. Yeah, and we we see this all the time, right? Like, you can only be so much of a dumpster fire in the NFL. Yes, it didn't help that he was giving away players and bad contracts and all that. But at, at some point, it's NFL guys who are at nothing else putting film out there for the next job. So, You know, you do have a little of that potential for, like, the Dan Campbell, we're just going to overperform because we're going to try so goddamn hard every week because for all of this, this could be our one opportunity to, like, get the tape. I mean, across the board, you have a lot of guys that might not be uh, top-notch talent who are in a starting role and i i think the difference between the top guy and the bottom guy is close enough in the nfl to where effort can can really uh skew the, the scale of it
0: yeah this isn't major league where the owner goes and, and <laughs> intentionally like gets um, you, you know the catcher the, the washed up catcher from mexico the mexican league and uh the cuban voodoo guy no one's ever heard of i mean
1: We've spent too much time talking about the Texans, Bowser. That's true. Let's, let's just people are going to tune out if all we do is talk about the Texans. This is going to be the worst part of like coming back to this in three months when the Texans have gone zero and seventeen. Yeah, it's be really like, oh, God damn, we look like a couple of morons. All
0: right. Well, next is the Jags. We already kind of talked about them, so we'll rush through them. But plus six hundred division uh, forty to one on the conference, eighty to one on the Super Bowl win totals at over six and over under six and a half, minus one hundred five on the over, minus one fifteen on the under i mean i I really like the under here with that uh like I said, I'm not super high on them. I even like sprinkling that plus thirteen uh or thirteen hundred worst record in the league like i mean hey they like you said, they had the worst record in the league last year. uh we've seen teams do this back to back years before um this could be a this could be the dumpster fire of all dumpster fires, really, like
1: yeah, and honestly, like just to pile on the worst record in the league angle. Uh, something I like is, uh, for them to be the last team to get a win it's
0: 20 to one 20. Oh, that's a, that's that's a, that's and a very they, interesting one.
1: Yeah. If they lose the the Houston game, like we think they will on the road, they then get Denver top-notch defense at home. And then we get Arizona, the tricky game. If they can lose that one, it's then at Cincy on Thursday night, Tennessee at home, Miami in <laughs> London by week at Seattle, Buffalo at home at Indy Niners at home and then Atlanta. So it could be like, we could be looking at week 12 where they're like, oh, the Jags really need to get this win against Atlanta. So yeah. that's, a, that's a fun bet. I like to take uh, with now another bet that will look silly if they beat the, uh, the Texans week, week one, one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, 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 you know, we like to extract value on the sports gambling podcast and that's a fun one. And then I guess the, the, the compliment to the Houston uh, in third is Jags finish fourth is to yeah. one. So,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you play the order on this, I mean, I got a Titans, Colts, then Texans, Jags. If you play it like that, that's going to pay okay.
1: I would almost just play. Yeah, you could you could almost uh, play the super factor. You could almost wheel it and just play like Colts, Titans, both variations of them being.
0: Them the winning in the division.
1: <laughs> and then having Jags, Texans being the 3-4 spot. Uh, that That, you know. Little horse betting uh, angle to the uh, division. I love that all of these bets are just available. We live in such a glorious time. It really is amazing. Even five years ago, we would have like the, the thought of this. If you had said, "Hey, you know, if you live in the great state of Illinois, you're going to be able to bet on uh, as many props as we'd have for the Super Bowl for every single game."
0: It's 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 incredible. Yeah, because this is like stuff that. You used to get those. I remember way back in the day, you get those prop sheets for the Super Bowl, and and now it's just there's something. It's something else. Uh, yeah, Jags. Uh, one one more thing. I was like, dude, trading, uh, getting that running back in the first round. It's one thing with Lawrence, but there was decent offensive linemen on the board there, and I beat my chest about this on your show about the Cincinnati Bengals, who I do have beating the Jags in week uh whatever on the Thursday night game. Or uh, but. Yeah, like, I I really feel that uh, when you you get down to it with the Jags, like, dude, when you, there's a reason why your team was the number one pick overall, and you get this quarterback, great, but you're weak at a lot of other positions. The second you have a guy that you want to be a franchise quarterback, a number one overall tells me you want to be a franchise quarterback, you need to start protecting him first. It's easy to find bargain receivers all over the league. You know, like like that's something like dude, we just know this from fantasy alone, man. And like like finding receivers is the easy part. Finding linemen that can protect a young quarterback that doesn't quite have the decision making yet and and needs that extra split second to really get everything processed, that's what you need,
1: you know? And it To me the worst two worst moves he made in the offseason were signing Carlos Hyde. And uh, and drafting Travis Etienne. Now, he may deploy him as this, like, weapon or whatever. I I just, you know, whether it's an offensive lineman, I, I would have preferred to see a defensive player. I I think they're just going to. Yeah, gonna, I mean, that works, too. They, yeah. They're going to struggle to stop the run, and I think you know, it's going to be a real tough division to. I mean, Houston is, you know, stuck in the past, and for that reason, they want to run. The other two teams are just clearly run first teams. So it's just it's just a tough look. And I I, I come back to it, but like I just don't. Urban Meyer has run when things have gotten tough at every point in his career. Yeah, I I know he's a great coach and he, he absolutely won a national championship in Utah. I'll give him credit for that. Won a national championship in Florida. But when things get tough, Urban Meyer runs away. Yeah, and the NFL is tough, and we've seen other other coaches. You know, Nick Saban's the, the the greatest of all examples. Great, great college coach could not hack it in the NFL.
0: Yeah, got out after one year. Dude. <laughs> and,
1: and I think if we, you know, we're gonna see a little heart issue. I think maybe or or something that's gonna take Urban away from the game because I, he's not gonna be able to handle it.
0: Wouldn't be surprised at all. All right, now we get into the top two teams of the division. Uh, we got the Colts and the Titans. Uh, Right now, the odds have the Colts most likely as the second team, uh, plus one forty on the division, twenty to one on the conference, thirty to one on the Super Bowl, eight and a half total, but minus one sixty on the over, plus one thirty on the under. Kramer, tell me I'm crazy here, but uh, I'm not. Maybe buying a Carson Wentz resurgence here in, in Indianapolis this year.
1: Yeah, I think you got to look at like you got to look at why he was bad. And a guy who can't throw an accurate football is a scare. Like, I don't know if he just regresses. I don't know if he just gets better. I don't know if he becomes a better version of Phillip Rivers. So for that reason, yeah, this team could play well enough. The the defense could be good enough and the running game could be good enough or maybe it doesn't matter. I just don't know what Carson Wentz brings to that team. If you're buying Carson Wentz, you're buying the fact that Frank Reich has this power to create greatness
0: dude so here's a fun prop bet for this colts team that i saw um because their win totals at eight and a half and so is notre dame's believe it or not and william hill has all these cross like local like college versus the nfl team win total bets uh who's gonna have more wins the colts or notre dame wow.
1: and notre dame at plus 130 what do you think about that one ryan uh, I mean, I guess you're, t- would you, would you, I don't know if I'd wrap, I don't know if I want to take over nine on Notre Dame, but, but yeah, I mean, it's certainly a fun angle. I mean, Colby would tell me to tell you, Colby Dan hosted the college football experience on the sports. game. He's Galing going to be Podcast. coming on right. to
0: do my group of five previews with oh, me. Oh, so.
1: absolutely. Uh, yeah. Probably the only guy you could find that yeah, willing, the, the willing to
0: do that. Yeah. It, absolutely. He,
1: he will remind you that Scotty Montgomery, who destroyed the East Carolina, his alma mater's program, uh, is the running backs coach for the Colts as well. <laughs> so there is something uh, they also had the easiest schedule at They overperformed by a game over expected wins last year. They had the easiest schedule this year. The schedule still not that hard, got tougher. I, I, and I think, you know, we see Carson Wentz is going to be back and, and the foot injury. You know, he's going to be practicing and, and probably playing week one. I just worry the foot injury to the lineman uh, to Quentin Nelson, the foot injury to Wentz already. Sure, last year their backup plan was uh, short yardage quarterback Jacoby Percet. I trusted him. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm. I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, and bl- who's the backup? I'm blanking on who they brought in to be. I the can't. I, I, I'm blanking. I'm gonna too. look it up while I'm talking. But I, I just wonder if. The the only way I can say they're gonna be going over and winning ten games is that Carson Wentz has figured out again how to play quarterback. And I don't know if he has. I, I don't know if we'll ever see that guy that played thirteen games really well before going out and you know, sitting now, out to watch his team win the Super Bowl.
0: Now I do have Notre Dame eight and a half minus I do have them winning over eight and a half already on a bet. Now, it's a real D gen move though, but if I also take the Colts under you could take both of those and get them both at 1 plus 130. That seems kind of fun. Like
1: Yeah, it is. J Jacob Easton is the backup with Sam Ellinger there from Texas, so. Uh I just think that's the problem and I I would I guess for the if you're playing the game of who has the lower floor, it's the Colts because if Carson Wentz isn't able to play at all, then this team becomes extraordinarily bad. Like potentially first pick, but maybe the defense is good enough, but I, I just don't see it. I, well, I think...
0: part of the thing with their defense is last year they got I had them in a fantasy league last year and I noticed they got me quite a few weeks with defensive touchdowns and then kind of got me over on teams. And that's always due for a regression. I, I feel the same way about the Dolphins this year where the, that Dolphins defense was putting points on the board. And you did you can't count on that going into the next year. Like
1: Yeah I mean I yeah I I, I think at some point, you're you're getting hot takey if you get too low on this Colts team because I I do think they have a pretty solid path to like being mediocre.
0: Yeah, I think and they're so, right there in that seven to nine win range.
1: Like, yeah, I, exactly. I would probably even go a little higher, maybe eight to to ten. But you know, it's hard for me to want to go over. It's just saying ten win like to 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 beat me, you got to go ten and. Ten and seven, I'm okay taking the under. I, I think to to see this team go ten and seven would surprise me.
0: Well, and and the the argument for this team with Carson Wentz too is that he had his best success in Philadelphia with his, the current head coach there, and Frank Reich, who was his offensive coordinator in Philadelphia. He probably has not had a line this good in his career. And he, in addition to that, he's... You know, he this is probably the best running back he's played with, too. You know, so it's like he's got those things lined up for him, but we'll see. You know, is, is he really a, a big-time NFL quarterback? Like, I don't know.
1: I think, again, there's been one of the things I, I've really noticed, especially, like, getting into the best ball streets and, and doing so many best ball drafts this year, is how much the fantasy community is willing to take a leap on someone uh, just because circumstances are changing. And I just, I really struggle with the Carson Wentz one because I I get it. You can say he may, maybe he gets back to being that guy. I just think you're forgetting who he was in between. Yeah, (laughs) That that would be my, my words to those people. And honestly uh, you know, a fun way to play the Colts to me is if you don't think their offense is going to be as good, we tend to see a correlation between running back touchdowns and quality of offense. So, looking over to Jonathan Taylor and seeing a pretty high ten and a half rushing touchdowns total uh, might be a fun way to kind of fade this team taking the under there instead of going under nine. Because honestly, it's not to me that's not a great bet uh, under nine. I would rather I would I would advise you to probably miss the playoffs. Right, like if you're going. It's hard to see you losing the win total bet. Like you can still miss the playoffs. Yeah,
0: that's time. why I kind of like that Notre Dame one Cause like Yeah, maybe you're right. The, the, um, I think there's a situation here with Notre Dame's schedule. I haven't done them on an episode yet, but I think they can go 11 and 1, 10 and 2 this year.
1: All right. And I like it cross sport. And like, a little like
0: cross that. sport action, yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's a super D-gen play, but Hey, we're gonna keep it in the state of Indiana. You know, uh, where I've been once, and boy, oh boy, I feel sorry for those people. So, sorry Colt fans, I'm not on you. I am on the Titans this year. Um, I got them. Okay, they're at minus one ten division, plus twelve hundred conference, plus twenty five hundred Super Bowl. Win totals at over under nine and a half. uh, At straight minus one ten, dude. I got them over nine and a half a while ago, at plus one twenty, or no, plus one ten. And then I got them to win the division at plus one thirty. Then the Wentz injury happens, and the odds dip in my favor. So I'm feeling good about those. I also have an alternate line bet on this
1: guy, on the
0: where I have them over ten and a half at like plus two twenty.
1: Yeah, I mean, they certainly seem. It makes me nervous because it seems too obvious. Um, But you know, Tannehill is the best quarterback in the in the division by a mile yep they have he has the best weapons they have arguably the best two receivers in the division
0: maybe in the league (laughs) and they have the
1: best running back in the division sure a lot will be made a lot was made about arthur smith and all that jazz him leaving going to coach the falcons and how efficient his offense was and i think the defense will still probably be bad but And Vrabel missing some time due to COVID right now. Who knows if that lingers into the season. Uh, Maybe it'll cloud his judgment when uh, threatening to cut off his dick again. (laughs) Uh, I don't... It's hard to see a path where this team is losing shootouts to anyone in this division. And while I don't think their defense is good, I think it's as good as the Jags and, and, you know, TBD on the Texans. The Colts is the only team with a real good defense. So, to me... If you're asking me for one, if I'm picking a unit in this division that I like, it's the Titans' offense, and I trust them to put up points against their division foes. And I think this is a product of purely that I I don't see – they could run the table in their division, and it wouldn't surprise me. And lose some games outside the division. That's why
0: I'm big on that over 9.5 win total, because I really do think that at worst they probably split with the Colts. And they run it up on the Texans, on Houston and Jacksonville. Maybe, maybe Houston gets over on them.
1: Well, you want to hear, here's a crazy way to play the Titans this year. So what would you, how many points a game did they score last year? I think it was around 30. I think I was like 28, 20, 30, something like that. So this year there, you can get it. You can play team total points uh, now for the season. I've seen and this. There, and <laughs> theirs is 429 and a half yards. And a 17-game season. 17 games. That's that's around 26 to 27 points a game. Or oh, I even, love that. Maybe even less than that. I'll do the math real quick as we talk. Now, here's... So, here's how a... is it? 25.2. How is it? They're not going to get over that. Their defense still bad. Their offense may have gotten better.
0: Yeah. Uh, now, here's the thing is with Derrick Henry. He's a beast. But... Um, usually running backs his age that have had that kind of workload that he's had the last couple of years tend to break down like either the year, third year of that workload or fourth year. So he'd be going into the third year of it now. I'm not saying he's for sure going to get hurt, but I do think his backup Brian Hill is a really interesting late best ball pickup. Cause that guy might win you like, like just rack up some points for like three weeks straight, like from week 12 to 14, because he's the only other big back on that roster that they're going to pound between the tackles with.
1: Well, I can tell you. I mean, I yeah, I, I also I, I like going under Henry and his rushing yards, not because I think he gets hurt, but because I think they manage his workload a little bit. This is a team that I think A, they may be losing more games because of their defense, and B, they're they're clearly they've built a team that can can put up points through the air. Um... I actually think they're going to reduce the workload. What I was going to say is though he he is he did have over 370 carries last year, and we do know that no one really bounces back from that. But you know he's he also could have alien DNA. Yeah, that's like,
0: the thing. He is, if, so, if somebody can handle that workload, he is the guy to do. Okay, here's a couple of interesting props based off that though with Tannehill because I I kind of like both of these most passing touchdowns at plus 2600. He's got Julio Jones and and A.J. Mm -hmm. Brown to throw, too, with my man Ferkser at tight end.
1: (laughs) Ferkser.
0: And then, I mean, just the fact that he gets to play two games against the Jaguars' defense, two games against the Texans' defense. I mean, like that's right there, he has a chance to pad some stats. Also, 65-1 to lead in yards. Now, we know they're not a passing team, but with those receivers, if they really lean into the play action, you never know how that might work out. Like you know, like you don't
1: know that. And honestly, like you look at the schedule: Arizona at home, at Seattle, Indy, at Jets, Jacksonville, Buffalo, Kansas City. Like there are some opportunities to put up some yards. There are some opportunities to be down multiple scores. I, this team, you know, I I'm not as bullish on, on them to be a great team as I am for them to be a great fantasy team. I agree. And, I agree. You no, know, like I was. It seems. Like again, back to the Texans. Like if there if there was a division that was going to be a complete shit show, and like the NFC East last year, someone like wins it at uh, seven and ten or something like that, eight and nine. You know who knows? So maybe maybe the advice is you take a, a stab at whichever team you like, and and if you want that twenty and whatever, what would you give the Texans out at, Fazer?
0: For what for uh, the division? In the division forty to one, dude.
1: Ah, yeah, fuck that's. <laughs> i mean is that the craziest thing that would have happened did you're talking
0: to a guy who has a 250 to 1 ticket on uh Rutgers winning the big 10 east this year so no
1: that's not crazy <laughs> it's all about uh diversifying the risk in your
0: portfolio absolutely dude oh all right so yeah oh i, I we're, i'm on the titans over here at nine and a half i think and it's more it's like you said I think they're a great fantasy team more than a great team. But I also think they get their wins more of a situation of circumstance in this division.
1: You know? like Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's chalky, but the, the division price is probably a decent buy. Even now, I think the news of Carson Wentz coming back, you're probably going to get your best price on the Titans to win the division uh, right before week one. Yeah, because uh, I think week one, we're going to see this a game that I bet months ago with Tennessee, um, at Tennessee minus two and a half against Arizona, completely out on Cliff Kingsbury. Um, is that so you, do you
0: recommend it, that as potential survivor pool play there. At the... I
1: mean, it's such a weird week in Survivor. I do think it's one you got to look at, because, again, I, I trust that this offense is going to come out and score. And so, non-conference road game, Kyler and Cliff, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm going to get there. That's certainly, uh, you know, I, w- I would circle it and put it into the uh, the next round, or whatever you want to say. All
0: right, well, yeah, I'm on the Titans win total, too, and hey, like I said, I even juiced it up to, like, plus 220, maybe even plus 240, actually, at over ten and a half. It was on my Circa app, and I can't get it to fucking open, and so... Alright, uh before I go we go, dude, uh I've been doing these now for my NFL previews. I did one with McKee, I did one with Mike Burns. I'm gonna do I got these fucking parlay cards for a week one uh contest uh at uh, South Point. Okay. And uh dude, there's no point spreads, it's just a straight pick 'em. Okay. And we're gonna go down the line. It's five bucks, I'm paying for it, and it pays twenty five grand. If I hit it, we split it. Okay. All right. So See. uh Bill Steelers, uh, I've been going bills on the first couple of these, but I almost want to diversify here. But I think that's a weird zag when everybody else is digging.
1: I mean, uh, you know, I'm a contrarian and, you know, I'm looking at that number and like, hmm, really? Plus seven with that defense.
0: All right. We're going to take Steelers.
1: All right. In a revenge spot.
0: And in, 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 yeah, that's the thing. That's a big revenge spot. Okay. Uh, next game. Panthers, Jets.
1: Oh. Sam Darnold revenge spot? Give me, give me Give me Sammy D baby.
0: I'm with you on that one. All right, next up uh, we we've talked about this one already. Texans at home against the Jags.
1: Oh, we're, I mean, it, pr- fading rookie quarterbacks week ones okay to do.
0: That's and we've done that for the last two games. All right, next up is the other one. Uh Titans
1: Cardinals. We're we're on the i oh, uh, I couldn't be more bullish on fading the Arizona Cardinals like early in the year, since everyone is so like we strangely high on them.
0: All right, up next, Washington football team at home against the Chargers. It's kind of an interesting
1: one. Yeah, I mean, so much hype on the Chargers too. Don't you want to? Don't so, you kind
0: of want to fade them on the road, going on an East Coast road trip on an early yeah, on the early the, game?
1: But the football team, man. <laughs> they suck. Everyone, everyone's like, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, aka Joe Montana. It's like. <laughs> When did, like when did this journeyman who is replacing Tua become a guy that everyone's like, "Oh yeah, put weapons around him and he's going to crush it."
0: Uh so, a, guy, a guy I do really like on Washington for fantasy is Terry McLaurin. Like dude, he, I think well,
1: he's, Don't get me wrong, I get it, but I'm also again, these leaps that people are taking.
0: I um, I I'm with you, but it dude, what do we do have kind of a theory about West Coast teams going to the East Coast for the morning game. Uh Is Justin Herbert good enough to buck that in 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 the swamp?
1: (laughs) I think everyone's going to be this is this number is strange right now. Um, It's like right around a pick'em. So uh, your call. I say no. It's your call.
0: You're the guest, dude. All right, then give me. Let's do the Chargers. All right, I was thinking the Chargers
1: too.
0: Uh, Eagles at Falcons.
1: Boy, uh, you know my co-host Sean Green is not going to. I can see it. I can see the armor's breaking. He sees that this team is really bad. Uh, the, the red flag is how bad the secondary is. Like, New England is shredding them in the preseason. Like, once the starters go down, it, this is this could be one of the worst teams ever. And newsflash, Jalen Hurts, mm-mm. That is a game I would target for DFS. All right. And absolutely give me the home team yep. with With again, which unit do you trust the most? Well, it's probably the Falcons, as crazy as this sounds. It's the Falcons offense,
0: all right. Yeah, I mean, uh, I agree, dude. Falcons offense is legit. Calvin Ridley could be fantasy receiver number one. I know you had him listed there,
1: yeah. Isn't it fun talking week one games? I know, dude. And that's
0: why I'm loving doing this, these filling out these cards because I picked like five of them out and I'm like, all right, this is going to be fun with the doing this. All right, uh, next up, we got Seattle at Indy now. I always thought Indy was Midwest time zone until my sister moved there. They're on the East coast time zone. Yeah. And so, uh, that is a West coast team going to the East coast in the morning in the early game. But I think danger Russ is too good in that spot. Right. Uh, I just, I, I think he's going to be cooking. I yeah. think
1: having the new offense, having the off season, he, he's he got, got the understand. receivers,
0: dude. Uh, knows
1: I got 16 to one MVP.
0: I'm with you on that. Dude, uh, I have a Lamar Jackson seventeen to one ticket on MVP. And I forgot to mention that doing your AFC North last week. And the reason why I took that is because I saw Matt Stafford at fifteen to one and I'm like,
1: that's a disrespect. <laughs> Unfortunately, his receivers aren't healthy. So I, I think uh, Yeah. But well, he could still they... run he could run for 20 touchdowns too. <laughs> like, and in a strange way he's not going to compete with those guys through the air so his path to the mvp is
0: is uh, on the ground yeah
1: third rushing total and like 15 rushing touchdowns or something like that all right next up we got vikings at Bengals. that's a really interesting one dude. fucking shit show here kirk cousins non-prime time joe burrow banged up uh, i mean i i probably wouldn't want to get involved here but this has the makings of a uh, the vikings just fuck them up because they're way better. Yeah. They
0: it, Dude, like, they the have I mean, the they have Dalvin good. Cook, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. When you have that like core on offense, you should be putting up points, and especially against a horrible defense like the Bengals. Yeah, I I'm, I'm with the early
1: other. thoughts that Mike Zimmer is going to be able to find a way to fuck up that offensive line. <laughs>
0: yeah. A, and if um, you and if you uh go back to listen to the AFC North preview of me Sean and Ryan on the Sports Gambling podcast, between the three of us combined, we gave the Bengals five wins for the season. So...
1: We, we caught some shit from our fans. From that. They yeah. Didn't, but, they hey. didn't appreciate the love we gave them.
0: Hey, sorry, dude. Hey, they get better. That's like, like, I mean.
1: I mean if we were from Cincinnati, maybe we would pick more maybe games. we'd
0: pick more wins for him. Yeah. I'm sorry I'm not from sorry I'm from, Yeah, dude. All right, uh next up. This could be the Survivor Pool killer week 1 sword out game. San Francisco at Detroit.
1: Yeah, I mean again, oh, you know, Trey Lance, he's going to be amazing. He's he's throwing the ball 130 times at the FCS level and only completed like 50 something percent 53 <laughs> yeah, like percent something like that when NFL players are on the field I, I did some deep dive where I the there's two players who are in the NFL that he played against and in those games he had his lowest yards per attempt and <laughs> only completed 56 percent so we'll see how that goes uh yeah I, I think it, if there's going to be a team that I'll, I'll like to cover a lot of nasty spreads because they're going to be a nasty team. It's this dang Campbell led lions team. But yeah, I mean that I would, I would go contrarian there and say, fuck it. Give me Detroit.
0: Yeah. I I have a ticket on them at plus three twenty five already. Um, Tell me
1: San Fran can't fuck this up.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like Kyle Shanahan's not going to fucking figure out a way to fucking fuck that. And I just love the idea with the new coach at home week one, and then Jared Goff in a statement game. That could be the one good game he has this season. Like I uh, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised at all,
1: dude. Now, in fairness though, Shanahan has done well against Goff in his career. And this I should probably say, cause I said it for the last game, but this could also be one of those games where you're like, wow, one team's way more talented than the other. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know what?
0: Here's one uh I think this is the one we're going to find out right away how much the 49ers miss their defensive coordinator, new coach of the Jets, yeah. Robert Taylor. Like That's I true. I Good point um all right next up we got browns at chiefs i mean it's kind of hard to go against the chiefs at home in week
1: one right H- hangovers are real i've been told the water in kansas city cures all hangovers of the super bowl but uh sure it, it this is again it's at kansas city you can, you're not
0: it's, it'd
1: be that'd be cute that'd be really cute it'd be, be a play. really
0: cute play <laughs> all right what up next up dolphins at patriots
1: that's an interesting oh, one. Oh, the Dolphins lose that game when it's in Miami. Uh, do
0: you think they win in New England?
1: Yeah. Uh I think I think the Patriots win.
0: Yeah, okay. You think Patriots win here?
1: This is a home game for the Pats, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, so yeah. I do, too. Also Bill Belichick tends to like to uh make an example of his former assistants to go and do their own thing.
1: Also uh <laughs> Yeah, just Belichick versus Tua. He didn't know the (laughs) playbook. Yeah,
0: dude. When you say it like that, oh, man, that's a lot.
1: I mean, again, sometimes don't overthink it. Is the other quarterback a rookie? All
0: right. Yeah. Next up, okay, 86 Super Bowl rematch. Denver Broncos coming into New York to face your Giants. I know what we're doing here, right? All
1: right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> We're taking the Giants. You're telling me. So I, I mean, I don't know what the spread is at the moment, but last I checked a team who hasn't announced their starting quarterback is favored by a point on the road against the Giants, a team, you know, don't listen to me as a homer who thinks the offense is going to be fun this year. Listen to me as someone who's like, look, that defense is going to be good. No matter how you look at it, this is a defensive game, and uh yeah, no, let's go. All rise. Giants win. I'm all in on this team, baby.
0: Hey, I, I I'm on, I'm loving the Giants right now because I won money on them yesterday. Where I took them live when they were down 14-7 at plus seven and a half. Nice, nice. Yeah, That was a nice little play there. All right, uh, we got three games left. Uh, this is the final afternoon game on Sunday: Packers at Saints. This is one of the better. This could be one of the better games on Week One. Where are we going to be watching it at? Win.
1: Well, I mean, you know, shout out to Win Bet. We'll be doing some shows <laughs> live from the new Blue Wire uh, podcast studio out there in the wind. Uh, we will see. I, I will say uh, uh, Saints looking pretty fun in the preseason with Jameis. Jameis
0: to Callaway. What if Jameis to is, uh
1: is a real deal connection here? I I've, I've definitely have that stack more than once
0: i have Mm -hmm. a lot of new orleans sacks because i got uh kamara and a few as my first pick and any one of those i'll take james with my last pick pretty much as the quarterback like
1: yeah i here's my thing though i i don't know how good they're going to be in the regular season uh i think
0: i agree and the packers are the packers with aaron Rodgers. now there's something not right with that organization right now and like I think this is the year to fade Green
1: Bay if you're going to do it, even though like, no, I'm all in. I think Green Bay is going to be great this year. I think this is going to be one of those situations where uh, you broke up with a chick, but you still had vacation plans and you both agree like, hey, let's just go on vacation, have tons (laughs) of sex and just have a good time. And you have like peak performance because no one is thinking about anything else. They realize that, like, after this trip, it's over, and that's that. Like, there's no baggage being created. And that to me is Aaron Rodgers this season. He's going to, he got his boy toy back, and Randall Cobb. I, I like green Bay
0: and I love Aaron Jones in fantasy this year. I think he's going to have a monster season. I got plenty of shares of him.
1: Well, and if you were drafting early and you were listening and drafting along with me, a lot of, uh, Aaron Jones late in the, in the second round. So he, he's come up a lot cause he's yep. going down first round over in the FFPC. All
0: right. Now we got the Sunday night game first week one. Uh, I don't know where we'll be watching this one, but Kramer's gonna be out here in Vegas with me. Uh, Bears at Rams. What do you think, dude? Oh, Rams.
1: That's a that's a that's
0: a that's a lock, no, right?
1: <laughs> no, no, Bray. You know I'm that not, might be my survivor play, actually. It's a good call. I'm not a Justin Fields guy. I uh, I think it's hilarious what get people getting excited about him in the preseason. You're, I'm not an Andy Dalton so, guy either.
0: You're telling me a Sean McVay coach team gets to play at home in prime time. To open their new stadium, essentially in front of fans. Like they played there a little last year, but they're gonna have fans in the stadium for the first time. And yeah, give me the rant. That that is a strong contender for my survivor
1: play. Just to pick them, yeah. I mean, I'm not.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna lay a shitload get, of points or
1: anything on that one.
0: That would be worth putting into a teaser, though. I'm not gonna lie, there. Yeah, I like that. That in Tampa, maybe. Yep that 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 could work for me. All right, and then we got the Monday night game here. In Las Vegas. We got the Baltimore Ravens
1: coming in to face the Raiders. Boy, there's a lot of reasons to take the Raiders here.
0: There is. There's quite a few reasons. Like, uh,
1: opening the Death Star. That's fun. Uh with fans. That the Lamar Second bout of COVID receivers are all banged. No, there's no way the Raiders win this game,
0: right? Gruden does have a pretty good Monday night record. If I, but like that could be from fucking 15 years ago. So like, don't quote me on that. But yeah, I think you got, you got to go Baltimore here, right? That defense is too nasty. The the Raiders defense is just a sieve, dude. Like uh, Lamar should have a big run. See, I'm, I'm, I'm big on these Lamar rushing props and whatnot. And this is a game where he can do it, man. In a dome.
1: I will. I would circle this one because I, I do think. I wonder if people will get cute and bring this line back down towards three. That's what I think. But if it's a pickem we're doing, it's got to be the Ravens. Yeah, it's a pickem. So yeah.
0: So we got Steelers, Panthers, Texans, Titans, Chargers, Falcons, Seahawks, Vikings, Lions, Chiefs, Patriots, Giants, Packers, Rams, and Ravens.
1: And that. That was all winners. I, I that's caught. all winners. I didn't hear any losers.
0: I didn't, yeah, there's not a single loser in there. That's sixteen and zero right Oh, the the the. I the, what pisses me off though is that well, Tampa's not on here. The Thursday night yeah. game's not on not on here, and like it's like
1: you know why? What's up? You know why they took it off?
0: Yeah, because. Uh, the people can get their entries in until the last second on Sunday morning.
1: Oh, and because it's too easy, just to pay it's just Cowboys. to pay the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, a shout out to Hard Knocks. Just the fact that they greenlit showing Jerry Jones pour the salt on his uh, salted breakfast sandwich was just delightful. Just, if, <laughs> if anyone who liked him before that is is completely off on the Jerry Jones experience. Just complete Sith Lord status. Dude,
0: Jerry Jones is uh, an interesting, interesting dude. That's all I'm going to say about him, man. He is uh, something else. That's all, That's all. He's the only owner in the NFL. I mean, I've said this on the show already, but he's the only owner in the NFL who's on record saying, I want me some glory hole. <laughs> is that true? Have you validated
1: that no other owner has? Yeah. Ever... <laughs> I,
0: well, I at least know the Rooney family's never said that. I know. I know the Mara family's never uttered a glory hole statement. Who knows? Some, some shareholder from Green Bay, I don't know exactly how they do their ownership. It could be some random Green Bay shareholder that's ta- piping off about glory holes somewhere, but not the way my man Jerry Jones did publicly. It.
1: That's for damn sure. Al Davis, he liked uh, he liked the speed a little bit too much. I have a feeling he might have.
0: I feel like Al Davis didn't really... like. He was on the glory hole scene, but he didn't partake. It was more like... Uh, like like he just likes to watch like sit there in his fucking track suit and watch like that seems like an Al Davis move.
1: <laughs> indeed, indeed. All right, I think what, way, what a way to end the AFC South, dude. Yeah, that's a hell of a way
0: to No, I if you would have bet on the beginning of this episode, are they going to end with an Al Davis glory hole reference in the on the AFC South? You, you could have you. cashed in big money. And if you want to cash in big money, make sure you go over to my bookie. Use our promo code. And follow us on social media at Lux Stops Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Check out the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Lux Stops Pod. Be doing a lot of football content on there all season. I'm gonna be putting up every season, every bet I've made in the preseason. I'm putting on my Patreon for the subscribers to to track mm-hmm. my progress. I think that's gonna be a little fun. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You know, I can only say so much on here, but uh, make sure you check out Ryan on the Sports Gambling Podcast. Uh, you guys have a lot of fun content coming up, and uh hope to join you guys for a little bit of uh, the gen action when you're here in Vegas.
1: Fuck yeah, dude. All, we'll be out week one doing live shows over at the Win. Maybe uh, maybe sneak something in over at the Circa.
0: Ooh. Yeah.
1: yeah, so follow us at Gambling Podcast. Subscribe.
0: And where they can find you, at Kramer Centric.
1: Of course, at Kramer Centric. I have a new TikTok account, Scott.
0: Oh uh, God. You know, I've heard I need to get in on this. Do I need to are you are you gonna tell me I need to get in on this?
1: I don't know, dude. I haven't done anything with it. I've been told that the first video gets an extra bump, so we'll we'll save that for something special. But yeah, at Kramer Centric <laughs> on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.
0: You should just have your daughters run the, the TikTok. That's like, where I'm angling. Yeah, I, I think that's people. a pow- that's a strong move right there. You get them involved in the in the action and
1: You mean my social media team? yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah you know the kids they got to feel like they're a part of stuff it makes it makes uh makes it feel like you're not uh just doing oh, it they already.
1: understand they understand the lifestyle yeah. they're all in
0: okay well that's good to know uh thank you so much everybody for listening i'll be back later in the week where i got sean keen coming in for the pac 12 and dude boston capper coming on for the nfc south later in the week so Good stuff flying here. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Goodbye.